Welcome to Spoilers, Please, where we have discussions involving any form of media that tells stories, usually movies or TV shows, and we'll do so with spoilers. You've been warned. Hello, my name is Albert. And this is Jami. And for this episode, there is a major spoiler. So if you haven't seen uh, what's called Windows, don't, don't, don't listen to this podcast. There's a major twist. Well, obviously, obviously we're going to spoil the movie. Yeah, it's spoiler but there's one reason. But there's one specific spoiler. You know what I mean? Because we, we shoot on, out random we, we are, we are going to be talking about... Okay, I'm, I'm just going to read it from IMDb. Oh, here it goes. Um, this is a story about the uh, widows of three men killed while trying to steal a famous painting who joined forces to find their husband's killer and finish off the job of stealing the painting. Widows. Oh, wait. This, this is a miniseries from 2002. My bad, my bad. We're actually talking about a group of an all-female crew who attempt an impossible heist at the New York City's yearly Met Gala. No, oh, no, no, no wait. No. That's Ocean's 8. That's Ocean's 8. That's Ocean's 8. That's Ocean's 8. <laughs> this movie is Widows starring Viola Davis, uh, Elizabeth Debicki, Michelle Rodriguez, and um, uh, what's her name? Quick. What's her name? The one lady from that one country. And <laughs> What? Yeah, you know, that lady. You know that lady, that girl. You 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 mean as I I say as I am being this. You mean it's uh, Cynthia Erivo. Nice. She's also she was also in the the El Royale movie. Yes, Bad Times at El Royale. Bad Times at El Royale. And she got her big break. I don't know if you, I don't know if it's a big. Uh, she must be in Rafael. But uh, she she got a big break. I want to say for the musical The Color Purple, I believe. Really? Yeah. I believe, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also stars Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out. He's right in us, yes. Uh, Liam Neeson, yes. you know, and uh, Colin Farrell, uh, Robert Duvall, yes. Brian Tyree Henry. Yes. You know, it, it's a, it's got a great phenomenal cast. It's an cast. all-star cast. Yeah. It's an all-star cast. Yeah, the guy, the director is Steve McQueen. Steve he McQueen. Did, he last picture won an Oscar, I believe, 12 Years a Slave. 12 Years a Slave. Did he win the, 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 he won the best picture, but did he win the director? I don't know, actually. What did La La Land win for that year? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did Steve McQueen ever win an Oscar for a Twelve Years a Slave? The Academy Award for Best Picture, the Academy Award for Best Adapted Screenplay, and the Academy Award for Best Actress in a Supporting Role. So that's a no, Google. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Twelve Years a Slave only won Best Picture, Best Writing, and Best Actress. Right. He so she, he did not win the Best Director. Mm-hmm. But he has a pretty impressive filmography. The other one that I saw of his is Shame, and then I oh, it was Shame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he, that's he, that's the one that that popularized uh, Michael Fassbender as having a bigger dick than Liam Neeson. He, he, <laughs> yeah, hey, you know what? That is a common thread that connects these kind of movies because uh, he he's done a couple movies with Fassbender, right? Yeah, but I guess he's the he, first one without Fassbender. Yeah, and I guess he needs a guy with a big cock. I guess. I guess Can you imagine? This is only his fourth movie. Yeah, he. Comes off like a seasoned director. He's really good. He's yeah. really good. Steve McQueen's really good. He has a. Re- I believe he has a background in painting. I, mean, I don't know if that's true. It sounds right, but he has a really nice eye for to frame a picture. You know, what I mean, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful looking movie and stuff. There's some gorgeous shots in here. There are gorgeous shots, but I, I think in terms of directing wise, I think it's more of him uh, getting the narrative correctly. Of telling this intricate story. Same thing with Shame. Same thing with 12 Years a Slave. It really is, I think for me, less of the cinematography and more of of telling the story. Mm-hmm. You know, which which helps with the, with the editor as well and whatnot. But this one, I think the only shot that I can think of really that has a director's eye to it was the car scene. Yes. Where Colin Farrell was, was bitching and complaining about, about the, that he doesn't want to. By the way, we are full on spoilers right now. Yeah. So, but yeah, he where he didn't want to actually win kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it, it was like... Um, that was a very stylish director mm-hmm. kind of touch And it's not a, a shot that's just to look pretty and stuff like that. It it that shot tells a story and mm-hmm. it's a it's a, an incredible story where in the span of a two minute argument between lovers that's that's heavily influ- oh, that's implied, implied, yeah. implied, implied yeah. that they have a relationship. Never well, really confirmed it. Also, just heavy in racism. But in that one shot, they covered that's less than two minutes. You go from the black neighborhood to the white neighborhood and stuff like that. It's a yeah. beautiful, and it's the same district too. You know what I mean? And it's a beautiful. It's a you can summarize. Well, he's in the farthest corner of his of that yeah. district. <laughs> you can the rich su- side. <laughs> If you know anything about history, history of Chicago, the entire history of Chicago and race and 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 wealth and and you know can be it can be distilled in that one shot. It's a, mm-hmm. it's an unbelievably gorgeous shot. It's a beautiful. Shot. If there's an Oscar for just a single take, a single shot, right, that would win it. It's it's, yeah. it's gorgeous. Yeah. And and the sad thing is, I think that the purpose of that scene will go over a lot of people's heads. Yeah, 
You know, they won't they won't understand why why is he shooting it this way? You yeah. know, they go, oh, that's kind of stylish, that's kind of neat. Yeah. But they don't understand. The reason, there's a reason for why he shot it that way. And it and I'm one of those people that actually it, it, that sh- when that sh- as that shot unfolds, it, it dawns on you what, what, what he's t- telling you and stuff. Like yeah. Because when I first saw, it, I was like, oh, he's holding on to this shot. That's interesting. He's like, hey, everybody hey. likes one takes. Yeah, he's not gonna cut inside <laughs> though. He's not gonna do any. You know what I mean? I thought that the camera would cut and push in at some point or something like that. Oh wait, they just. Oh, he's talking about race. He's talking about sex. Oh, wait a minute. This entire neighborhood, it's changing and stuff like that. We're going from the poor side to the rich side, the gated community. Yep. But it's the same neighborhood, the same district and stuff like that. He just, and you know, it's 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 a gorgeous shot. It's, yeah. a, it's great. Which, which goes to show, like throughout the movie, there's always a line, you're not in my ward. You're not in my ward. You're yeah. not in my district. Yeah. Right? They, they, there's such an emphasis about that. It's like, like that's a, whether you're black, rich, poor, white, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter to them in, the, in that sense. It's like, oh, well, politically... I don't need to talk to you because you're not in my district. Yeah. You know that kind of a thing. So yeah, it, it, it's 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 really thought provoking in that sense. But I think it doesn't really completely overshadow the the simple storytelling of mm-hmm. like these widows who who have to make do with the fact that their their husbands were criminals and yeah. now they're all dead. There's well, a lot they're of not stuff. All dead, but yeah, apparently, yeah. <laughs> big spoilers again. Big spoiler. And it's yeah, it's a movie where it it's it's kind of simple. It's kind of basic in the sense that these women had to get together you know they have to uh, uh it's a heist movie and stuff like that yeah, yeah. but there's a, there's a lot of lot of social commentary after the first scene with after Liam Neeson and his crew dies and stuff like that you know well some of them dies anyway <laughs> the, the next scene is between Colin Farrell and Brian Ty- Tyrese Hill whatever his name is Brian and his Tyree Henry and then you know it's one of those things where oh I, when you when the thing first unfolds, you think, "Oh, it's the perfect minority kind of thing, where the 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 the, the black person from the community, he's doing the right thing." You know what I mean? He's you know he's 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 for the neighborhood, whatever. But then you realize after Con Farrell's character leaves, you know this, that guy's a gangster. He's a he's a corrupt guy too, and stuff like that. Right. But he's doing a business move too. He's you know what I mean? He wants to get out of whatever illegal things he's doing, but he wants to he wants to do. He, there's two types of crimes, you know, crimes that. Are, that are that are that are um, that are legit. That are crimes that are illegitimate and legitimate ones. You know what I mean? Right. Selling drugs, gun, running guns, and stuff like illegitimate. Yeah, uh, illegitimate. But then there's legitimate crime, which is corruption, which is a white collar crime, yeah. which is white white people, and he wants some of that. You know what I mean? That's yeah. interesting stuff. That's good Cor- stuff, right? Corrupt there. politicians and corrupt businesses and all yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Legit crimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So because you know he's like he even said like I'm I'm not. I'm not getting any younger. Yeah. That's not the kind of crime I, ha- I should be committing. Yeah. Not in those kind of words, but essentially that's what he implies. Yeah. And the two characters, I believe, have the same line. I think at, con- at some point, uh, Colin Farrell also says, this is about my life or something like that. You right. know what I mean? Because he also, he's bitching about, he, to him, it, that corruption up, it's a business too. It's a, it's a thing that he kind yeah. of inherited and stuff like that. And I think Brian Tyree's character also says the same thing to uh, uh, Velo Davis and stuff. This is about my life. You cost me two, your husband cost me two, two million dollars. This is about my business and, and stuff like that. So yeah, but the, the, their goals are two different things. Yeah. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry wanted to Manning wanted to be a politician to, to get that white collar crime thing right, going. Right. While while uh, Colin Farrell actually wants out of that white collar mm-hmm. crime, mm-hmm. and he kind of I guess he wants a simpler life, right? Right. Because he's already rich. Mm-hmm. He already made it. Well, yeah. I think he wants to. Be a little bit richer and get. Well, I think he's actually. I think he's a character that's kind of going through the motion of it. You know what I mean? His right. heart might not be in it and stuff like that. But it's something that he kind of. It's almost like it's almost like something he inherited from his from his 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 dad and stuff like that. You know, what I mean? and he couldn't get out of it and stuff like that. You know, it's just, yeah, but he it, wanted out though. He kind of he verbally wanted to, but did he but did he do anything that 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 actually actively got him out? His of that conversation business? with Robert Duvall. Yeah. But but he still he still did what his father told him to do though right yeah, yeah. he's still doing it but yeah. he does he like you said his heart's not in it he he also made a deal with Brian Tyree hey I, I'm gonna I'm gonna eliminate yeah, okay. some of my marketing and some of my advertising mm-hmm. you know I wanna I wanna give you the advantage here because mm-hmm. you're winning you're 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 getting close to beating me anyway yeah so let's let's try and and make it even closer mm-hmm. so that you can win. Mm-hmm. Right. Ironically enough, yeah, no. <laughs> he, he still won anyway yeah. because because of what happened to Robert Duvall. <laughs> oh, we, we should spend some time focusing on the the ladies. The ladies are, yes. are, are great. All four are fantastic. All so, four are fantastic, and I would say uh, three of them are really good, and the other one is just fine. Which one is just fine? Come on, you, you have to ask me that. Is it uh, Rodriguez? Yeah, yeah, she's good. She's good, but compared to the other three, yeah. not at the same level. She's always a really good actress and stuff like that, yeah. but it does feel like she, at some point. These are directors are just hiring her to play of uh, Vanessa. Oh, is it Vanessa Rodriguez? What's her first Michelle name? Michelle Rodriguez. Remember, sorry, Michelle Rodriguez. You know what I mean? Tough as nails, yeah. hardball, and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I will give you. I will concede it seemed that like point. she peaked with Girl Fight. Huh. And then after that, she was kind of typecast for the Fast and Furious stuff. Yeah. And now all the roles she's getting is kind of like that. 
you know, where it's like it's like she's a homebody who who's able to do tough things. You know, yeah. is that kind of a role? Yeah. And, and, and well, the other one, it, it just feels like one of the. Oh, sorry, sorry to interrupt. It just yeah, feels yeah. like as they're writing this movie or they're thinking about the, the character, this character, they say we should get a, a Michelle Rodriguez type. Like we're gonna hire. You know what? <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate because like yeah. like she's good in this, she's but compared good. to the other three. Yeah, it doesn't hold a candle, and and especially Elizabeth Debicki. She's really good. Who I don't read. Who going in, I didn't think she was gonna make anything out of it. Mm-hmm. But man, I think she, out of the out of the four girls, she's the most interesting character of them all. She's great. She yeah. is a fantastic. She's actress. really good. Yeah. In the short span that I've noticed that she's on my radar, she's picked really interesting movies, not the same movies and stuff like that. Different characters and stuff. Do you? I I did. I didn't. Even, I forgot about this. But she was. The, she was the other female lead in Man from Uncle and stuff like that. Remember? Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah she, she was. was. And the that's, and she that's, was, when, that's when I first noticed her. And then yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two of course, was yeah. when everybody really noticed her. Yeah, and then she was probably the best thing about uh, Cloverfield Paradox, whatever Cloverfield. Paradox. She was in that yeah. one too. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're She's right. She's a really, really great actress. She was man. also in this HBO movie. Called the the tale, I mm-hmm. think, mm-hmm. where where she's like uh, enabler of this of this uh, this uh, pedophile. Oh, really? Actually, it's a very harrowing story in the, the in that subject matter. Yeah. But and she was really good in it too. Yeah, she's really great in this. She's yeah. a really complex character. She has this thing with her mother, a weird relationship with her mother. She's she she wants she's the one who probably has experienced the most growth in this movie and stuff like that. Oh, totally. But, but yeah. it's not like a simple line where it's like a straight, you know, you know what I mean? She takes a couple steps back, a couple steps forward, you know what I mean? She has this relationship with the with the sugar daddy and stuff like that. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? Even though she's embarrassed by it, you know what I mean? It's it's interesting stuff. She's really great. She's yeah, but, good. but the first time you see her, you know, um the Punisher beat her up. Yeah. Right? Like, like, I think that's Shane. Shane, <laughs> Shane, <laughs> the, the the yeah, Bernthal. Uh, yeah. like obviously there were, there was an implication. They implied yes. that it was a spousal abuse thing, mm-hmm. right? And but they never say it. They never actually say yeah. it, right? And f- just from the initial sight of her, I go, I, I already stereotyped it. Like, oh, she's gonna be that kind of character, yeah. blah, blah blah. But man, did she prove me wrong? Yeah, and, she's really and wow, up. she's she has a really good. And like halfway through the movie, she even goes like, "I'm sick and tired of people underestimating me." Mm-hmm. You know, like like I am who I am, kind of thing. And and yeah, I agree. Yeah. I underestimated her from the beginning, and then she proved me wrong. Yeah, very impressive. It's really good stuff. Really good. She's really, she's she's really one of the best and most interesting actresses working working today. She's great. Yeah. Love her a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and her and her character is really good in this one. Yeah, and Viola, Viola Davis, she's also excellent. Oh, yeah, she's she's excellent yeah. She always plays very hard-boiled, very tough ladies and stuff. But in this one, she has a very vulnerable... She shows a very, very vulnerable side that I've never seen from her. And I think it's fantastic. I think it's great. The, I mean, I was really, really invested in her loss of her husband and stuff like that. Yeah. That opening scene where it's like two... And she mentioned this in an interview, so I'll mention it again. It's very rare if it ever happens where two middle-aged uh, people play a love interest in a movie. And you know what I mean? And to have them also, also to be interracial, also to have them... T- uh, be so intimate because the first time you see them they're in bed they're kissing passionately and stuff like that but anyway I really really bought into her grief and and loss you know what I mean and then and then the and the movie then pulls a rug from underneath you oh, and you, totally, oh wait a totally. minute hold on a second yeah of all the things that I thought this movie could do or the twist that could happen I did not see that coming I did not see that Liam Neeson uh, cock is still there you know what I'm saying right I, I thought maybe he was still alive but not in that way. Mm-hmm. Like, and the funny, the, the funny thing is that they laid the clues. Yeah. Right. You got you got the alcohol, the 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 flask. Yeah, flask. Right. You, you got you got the whole thing where where they had a conversation about like like she's like, well, maybe you should have a child with another woman. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. maybe and then maybe they'll be alive. Yeah. Kind of thing. So there's that. And there's the open. Looking back on the, the, the open sequence where the where the where they were escaping and the garage door came up and the police started shooting. I you know. Police get a bad rap and stuff like that. They get horrible rap. But I was thinking, they the door just opened. Yeah, the car, why were they shooting? Why yeah. were they shooting? But then when they show, they, they replay the scene and show you other parts of it. You see Nina Neeson, you know, shooting a gun. And stuff right. Like that. So they heard that. And that's yeah. They those shot those first yeah. two shots we assumed were from the cops. Right. Right. But apparently they were not. Yeah. So yeah, it's it, it, it's really smart. It's really smart the way the way that was all laid out. Yeah. And I, I know in the beginning we said that this was a heist movie. Yes, it's a heist movie, but not the same way as you as you watch other heist movie like Ocean's Eight or even the the Soderbergh movie. Oh, was that, that Logan other, Lucky or Lucky Logan? Lucky, Lucky Logan or Logan yeah. Lucky? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, even that one because because those ones they emphasize the whole like yeah it was it was kind of aloof. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had to show the planning mm-hmm. and then they just, they showed the heist. They really indulged themselves with the heist. Mm-hmm. Spent a lot of time in the heist. Mm-hmm. 
This one, the planning was is very subtle. Mm -hmm. It's mixed in with all the drama in the in the movie. Yeah. Uh, and then and then the hike itself goes by pretty quick. Yeah. And this one is also a lot of social commentary. I mean, that's really in the forefront. Uh, you know what I mean? And it's also about a, t a, a certain place. You know, I go to Chicago once a year. I've done it for like 13 years. And it really does capture the spirit of of Chicago, you know what I mean? In Chicago, you really do get a sense of oh, the haves and the haves not. There's right. A, there's a very heavy racial component and stuff like that in Chicago and stuff like that. The, 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 it's heavily it's heavily urban and black and stuff like that, but it's also it's a lot of wealthy white people too and stuff like that. So it, it just captures the spirit of Chicago very well and stuff, you know? No, no. I, I mean, I would say I agree, but I've never been to Chicago. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, and, and once again, the irony here is, you know, Obama is from Chicago and, and he was president and hey, mm -hmm. Uh, how how's the how you're improving Chicago now? But anyways, yeah. thanks, Obama. Mm -hmm. but, but wow, taking but, shots at a former president. <laughs> Holy mackerel! But, right. but, but but anyways, so so yeah, the the, the politics stuff. I didn't know what's going to be in this movie. That that, mm -hmm. that took me by surprise. Yeah. I thought it was just going to be a heist movie. I think the marketing was smart. They made it seem like it's just going to be a heist movie, and in a way it is. Yeah. But I, all the other elements were like, oh, this is this is a pleasant surprise that yeah. this is part of the movie. But the thing is. At the, I think at the core of this movie, one of the messages of this movie is race is in everything. Racism and just because this is a, this is a movie, and feminism, feminism, it's, it's seeped it in into our DNA. Or I guess it's sexism, really. But. Yeah, but you think like racism and prejudice, it, it, it corrupts everything. It, it's in everywhere. You know what I mean? The what called like is it like I said the 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 other lady that that worked at the barber shop. You know what I mean? They right, think right. it's they think it's a what called it's a legitimate uh, small business stuff, but no, it's it's corrupt. It's corrupt, corruption money and stuff like that. And so it's, it's also an element of race too. You know because it's a rich money from the rich white people. And also the lo the love story that you that you're invested in at at the beginning of the movie. You know what I mean? Oh, you think oh these two people just love each other and they just happen to be you know black and white. But no, at the end of the day, race gets corrupts and destroys Does it. it? Yeah, because because racism killed their oh, son. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, in that sense, yes, yeah, yes, yes, and yes. that's what drive that's the wedge that drives that marriage apart and stuff like that. Right, you know what I mean. So at the heart of it is a, this is a movie about race. You know yeah. what I mean. So it's it's, it's and, interesting and stuff. I like to say not to victim shame their their son. All right, that but no, you don't no. rush into the glove compartment right. right. when the yeah, cops right. are right on you. How many times has that actually happened to an Asian person? Did he not have the talk? How many times has that happened to a white person? Did he not have the talk? Has yeah. See, that's <laughs> the that. And hey, you know why he didn't have the talk? Because they were already rich. Yeah, the thing, and that, and that by definition is just racism. Because like I said, other other races don't have to have right. that talk with the children and stuff. That's intrinsically that's intrinsically racist and stuff like that. Well, not, you know? not racist, but it's also like I said, the haves and half not. Yeah. He probably never got the talk because he was already rich. Yeah. He was already rich and privileged. Yeah. And what's right? interesting thing is, you would think the person on the phone that'd be warning him about that would be his mother. You know. What I mean? But it's Liam it Neeson. Yeah. Liam Neeson on that phone, like that, recognized what was happening when his son told him, "Oh, I mean, pulled over by the cops." And he, and even you just, you just, you just tell Liam Neeson is doing the math in his head. He's, you know, he's black. Look, look at the car he's driving. He knows what car he's driving and stuff yep. like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. So it's it's interesting stuff. It's good stuff. It is. It is. And and, and to sideline a, a thing that was said in another movie, they hate you give actually. Um, I don't want to get too political with the whole with the whole uh, cops killing black people and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But the question was added in that movie. I guess spoilers for you give. Like, why did why do cops always shoot, right? And the answer from a black cop was that well, because you know we don't know what their intentions are. They might have a gun, and we are protecting ourselves. Mm -hmm. None of those words, but simplified things. Mm -hmm. And the question was asked: If it was a white person, would you have shot right away, or would you would you have said hands up? Mm -hmm. And the black cop said. Hands up, probably hands course, up yeah. first. Yeah, that's where the racism is. Yeah. yeah, it's it's. I, yeah, I, you said it. I want to get really want to do political, but I think there's 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 data, there's actual data where you, where you see you know black kids get shot more at a higher percentage than any other race and stuff. There's vid, there's also video proof. There's actually like proof where you see in your eyes. There are videos on Twitter whenever a black kid gets shot. There's a there's a video where there's a white guy like drunk in the streets and he's literally like tackling police officers, different police officers, like kicking them and stuff like that. You know, there are videos of white uh, white dudes drunk punching police officers in McDonald's and stuff like that. And nothing, you know. Come on, come on. If it was any other, if it was a brown person, that per, like that person would have been shot like like that. You know, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. If, it, if, if, the question is, if it was a white person, would they have done the same thing? Yeah, probably not. I mean, I'm sure it has happened, but yeah, yeah. But sure, like yeah. like you're saying, the numbers prove it. Yeah, 
black people get it more yeah. than the white people. Numbers don't lie, as someone else says. Numbers don't lie, and stuff like that. Anyway, uh, back to the movie. <laughs> what else? What else is in this movie that I really like? The dog. I thought the dog was a scene stealer. Dog's cute. The the white terrier. Uh, yeah, I, he was he was really cute. Uh, man, I I was hoping Manning was not gonna kill the dog. The yeah. one the one part at the beginning, like oh no, oh no, don't let the dog, don't let get the dog. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya is really great in this. He's really really menacing. Oh, Daniel Kaluuya was, was really good. He's in this. really yeah. scary. That the thing where he stabs the guy a couple of times, and yep. he, when he and he stabbed him because he knew he couldn't feel anything from the bottom of his leg. Oh. That's cruel shit, right? And there, I so. love the way it's played out because yeah. you see the camera is on the guy's uh, torso, mm-hmm. like, and you hear this chuck, chuck, chuck yeah. sound, and then you're thinking in your head, is he stabbing him in the legs? Yeah. And and then it shows the shot. Oh, he's been stabbing him in the legs, yeah. and because he can't feel it because yeah. he's perfect. And what's, what's what's the real kick in the balls is like he, he stabs him once in the butt too, man. That's really that's really humiliating, man. That's yeah. not that's not cool. Yeah. So good yeah. stuff, man. It's good. It's, it's yeah. a really and, good. And, movie. and he jokes about how like, yeah, this is a game of operations. Let's let's see where yeah. it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, really cool. Wow. Here's the, here's another or, guy. Or the rap scene. Oh yeah, yeah. Where he forces them to do, do, your, do your rap, do your rap, and he's like yeah. staring him down or not, and then bang. Yeah. You know, it, it's Daniel Kaluuya was amazing, and that's a one shot too. That's the one one shot that I noticed and stuff like that. I yeah. believe it, the rap starts and he circles, 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 ends with a shot right in the right in the right in the eye and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And I know his older brother told him like to leave them alone and whatnot, but I thought it was really smart on him as a criminal to like shadow Viola Davis' character yeah. and kind of like just watch, see what she's doing. And then eventually he realized what they were going to do. Mm-hmm. And then he took advantage of it. I mean, that was, that was such a low point for that group. Like, oh my gosh, we did all this work mm-hmm. and then this guy is just going to take it all away. And I believe what the movie's implying is Danny Kaluuya was also in on the, like he was looking out for himself. He was going to take that money and run, right? He was, yeah. Yeah, right. Because from every time he, other, the other times you see him operate and stuff like that, He's with a crew. You know, he has yep. a backup of six and seven. That's the one time he's not showing up with a lot of people. I yeah. think the movie's implying he was going to run. With, he's a run. Because he didn't want to go to politics. Right. He, he was, was going to keep that money for himself too, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the implied. Never said it in the movie, but it was implied. And I'm glad he was actually dead from the car crash. It wasn't a case where, all right, we're going to go to the chase sequence now where yeah. he's going to hunt these girls down. You know, it's like, nope, he's, he's actually dead. And, yeah, and, he, and, and, and Steve McQueen is smart enough to show Guys, he's he's dead. Look yeah. at this. He's dead. And he's really effed up too, man. His head went through that steering <laughs> wheel. That's, that's a hardcore death too, man. Yeah, that's good. It's good stuff. It's really good. It's really yeah. good. And I like the fact that they didn't have to. He didn't have to really do it. A, 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 a in between scene where they they show the girls like like uh, kidnapping. Uh, I mean, hijacking, hijacking car. A car. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you Although get. I'm curious, who out of the four, who was the one who said we need to go after him now, right? I- I'm guessing. I'm curious. Just curious. The hair, the hair, the babysitter, the actress, and stuff. Like you that. think she was? The thing, though, there's no, there's no real answer. She's For a what we know, it could have been, it could have been Michelle Rodriguez. I know who it wasn't. Elizabeth to Becky because she got shot. Yeah, it was very good. I know who it was. Yeah, good stuff. I, I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. And another thing too, they kind, they kind of subvert that in in the in the shooting when they were when they were shooting how to shoot a gun. Uh, Elizabeth Debicki De- 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 actually knew how to shoot mm-hmm. a gun, and right. she was actually surprised. Hey, I did pretty good. And then Michelle Rodriguez did not. But in the actual heist. She was the one that got shot. Yeah. And then Mr. Drugis was, was the one who had to shot Robert Deval. There's some little subtle, like, subversive stuff, dude. Another thing I thought was kind of subversive is the women never – because it's a cliche in uh, in when, when you write female characters and stuff like that, where they ha- the, only are, the only weapon that they have is, like, sexuality and sex and right, stuff like right, that. You right. know what I mean? That's, they never use that in this movie and stuff. They well, you could argue it. Elizabeth Debbie did the same thing. Kind of. No, kinda. but the thing is, she was – I think you could say – she that was uh, her whole thing with the architect was a whole thing that was separate from the heist thing. You know what I mean? Okay, fair it, enough. It did. They just stumbled onto the fact that he was an architecture and he read the plans. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So and she was and she was doing that as part of like a side hustle. You know what I mean? She was thinking do you about think going it was a side the, hustle, or do you think do you think she was actually kind of like seeing where this is going with the guy? Yeah, exactly. In the sense that she was playing both sides. In the sense that if the robbery goes great, she'll. Take that avenue, but if the if this, that doesn't work out, she'll continue on with this, uh, uh, you know, what I mean, the sugar daddy thing. You know, what Honestly, I, mean? I don't think I said actually. My my opinion was that uh, she didn't want to to be like that that kind of escort, mm-hmm. right? And she told her mom that she didn't want to be that person. Oh, you think but, she was trying to establish a real relationship? No, but uh, but she had no she had nowhere to go. Yeah. Her her husband's dead. Who's going to provide for her? Mm-hmm. She needs to find a way to provide her. She oh she's throughout her whole life she's been pretty much conditioned. A you're a woman. You, yeah. you have to look sexy for mm-hmm. men and that's how you make money. Yeah. Right? So even though even though she didn't want to do it, she begrudgingly went on that, that trap anyway mm-hmm. that a lot of women go to. Yeah. Right? And 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 but at the same time, this guy who, who we're introduced in the movie 
seemed like a he seemed like a good guy. He's poor, you know. We haven't got to the section where our our problems with the movie is, but this is one section I didn't I didn't I didn't like the the casting in this one. I didn't like the guy. He's oh, guy, really? He, yeah, he's like Leo's best friend. I've seen him in other stuff. He's in. Oh, uh, he, looks, he looks too sleazy for you. No, he just looks like a little kid and stuff like that. He he's supposed to be like a successful business guy, but I, he still reminds me of like a twenty year old. I don't know. It just okay, fair enough, right. fair enough, anyway. fair enough. But yeah, but they introduce him to be like, well, you know, he he's a guy who paid for her, but at the same time. Seem nice, right? Yeah. Like, 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 like we imply, well, he seemed nice. Well, yeah. What one thing I did like about the character is he's not overtly bad. You know yeah. what I mean? He's not aver- overtly abusive. You know what I mean? He's yeah. not, you know what I mean? So I think that's interesting. I think that's yeah. That's and she sort of too. She was willing to to go f- pretty far with the guy. Like mm-hmm. like, hey, are we? Are we now we're exclusive. Hey, you know, I'm I'm more than happy to have sex with you now. Yeah. Hey, you know, we're 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 kind of like a couple. Yeah. Until until. Until she didn't want to do what he wanted to do, mm-hmm. and then that's, that's when things fell apart. Yeah. You know, and we just goes to show, it goes the same with once again social commentary. A lot of a lot of couples go to the same exact thing. Yeah. You know, the men, the man suddenly wants to like really take in charge. Yeah. The woman's only good only if it pleases the guy. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of thing. And then I think at that point she's like, "Screw this! I'm not going to Shanghai yeah. with you. F you. Yeah. Screw this! Okay. I'm gonna I'm, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of myself." And going back to another, the the original point. Uh, about women u- and using their sexuality. Uh, the the other obvious thing is when Michelle Rodriguez goes to the architecture and stuff like that, and you think, all oh, right, I right, know right, my yeah. audience. The audience went, the the, the audience I watched the movie was like hooting and hollering. Oh, like literally, I heard, you know, I heard, I heard the audience go, oh, they're like, they have sex now. She's gonna use her sexuality to get the information. Yeah, no, she ha- she 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 got up and she left. Yeah, she stopped herself. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's good stuff. She could have easily have done that. Oh yeah, but yeah. she did stop herself. Mm-hmm. And and in my eyes, I'm, in my head, I was thinking like. Uh, so what now? How yeah. how's she gonna find out where where this building is? Cause you're an a hole. Cause you said to the screen, you only have your sexualities, Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> Use it, girl. Use it. No, but yeah, that's good stuff. And not only that, but but she wasn't even given. She wasn't even given given a pass. She literally didn't succeed in her mission to yeah. find out where that building is. Yeah. It was Elizabeth Debicki's character yeah. that figured it out, and that was purely by accident. Yeah. There's a lot of conveniences that happened in this movie that that happened purely by accident. Where you kind of had to take it as face value that hey, sure. the cars just kind of fell in their favor, mm-hmm. right? But in 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 another dimension, they completely have failed this because they didn't get those things. I'm no bank robber. I'm not. I'm no thief. But I'm thinking in, in any successful heist will have you do have have some luck in your on your side, right? I guess. Right. Sure. But it, it does seem like if I was to give any kind of negative point about this movie, was that there are some plot conveniences that were plot conveniences, right? And you kind of just have to slide it down and yeah. just assume, just just accept that okay. That's how they got out. It's a very solid movie. I guess I, if I if I give it a, a letter grade, I give it a good solid B plus and stuff like that. That's it. I'm giving the full a solid A here. Ah, uh, so now the reason I, I I mentioned that is because we can get to some of the negative stuff now. Some of the things. One of the things I didn't like was the the the, the hairdresser lady and stuff. I oh, the Cynthia Erivo. Yeah, uh, I love that character. I love the way she played it. I love the yeah. fact she's a go getter. Yep. She's positive and stuff like that. I just don't like how she's introduced into the group. You know what I mean? It seems just like oh, Michelle Rodriguez. Like, you know, we need a driver. You know what? The lady that always runs to to my house to yep. ki- to kidnap the, the, the to babysit my but kids. She was such a go getter. Yeah, that's the girl. Yeah, but once a, again, plot convenience. Yeah, this is the most important decision I'm probably gonna make. This is the most important moment in my life, the matter of life and death. Oh, a babysitter. But to be fair, they are still amateurs. Yeah, right. If they were a seasoned uh, yeah. heist robbers or whatever. They probably wouldn't have gone. I, I think there's a baseline common sense that 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 connects all of us. And I think that's. I think common sense in anybody would have said, you know what, maybe not the babysitter. You yeah. know what I mean? I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. But but, and I was waiting for for Cynthia uh, Erivo's character to prove to to Viola Davis, mm-hmm. hey, I'm the person. Yeah. I know what you guys are gonna mm-hmm. do. I'm the person for the job. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. Yeah. She just showed up. Hey, you don't talk to me that way. Yeah. I'm in. It was she, it yeah. was that kind of a convenience, she, and I'm like, she's great. All right. The All right. characterization is great. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's I I love that character. It's just the introduce the way they integrated the sto- her into the story didn't work for me. Uh, I don't. She know. also failed in her job. Huh? She had one job. Uh, get the van ready to go, huh? and and what happens? She gets hijacked. Oh, how dare you! <laughs> how dare you! How you? How dare you pump a victim shame? Hey, by the way, exactly she's the victim. That is exactly she, what happened, though. She, she had one job. She had one job. Pay attention, lady. The other thing I didn't understand. Well, well, one negative I thought was just this is adapted from a book, right? Yes. And, and this is a general complaint I have with most adaptations. There's a lot of storylines in here because it's from a book, and the, again, the, and the way it's adapted, it, it just seems like. So 
just like one too many stories, probably. You know what I mean? I I didn't need <laughs> the remember, whole. Remember they get to that get to that in the after credits for another movie, but go yeah. On. But you know, it's just like I, I there's a scene where Colin Farrell talks to his his old man, and he the old man uses N word, and they establish their relationship and stuff like that. I that's great that first scene, but I didn't need that second scene where where it's Robert Duvall is like an old cranky racist white guy. He sounds like a he just he sounds like a guy who stays home and yells at Fox News all the time. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Just, I didn't need that second scene. You know what I mean? But but that that exactly who he is though. Yeah, but. I think they needed to establish once again the social commentary part. You know, I said it's, it's, I feel like it's repeating itself. You know what I mean? You already had that first thing. You didn't need the second thing. I, 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 my, my guess is like they have Robert Duvall for a couple of days and they try to use him as much as possible. They probably should cut that second scene. Yeah, and there's a couple of, like I said, but plus they have the irony of it too because he's having an affair with with his Asian uh, person uh, guy. Are they? Are they having an affair? Like, they kind of implied that. I thought it was in two separate rooms. I thought she was on the hallway on the right. All right, fair enough. Left. Okay, I I want I want back up what I just said, but yeah, okay. From right. what I, my I, my impression was they were having an affair. Yeah, you know he's this racist guy, but he's having an affair with with yeah, the, sure. the Asian person. I'm sure, but well, whatever. Well, okay, Lou Dobbs on. has a Mexican American wife, and he's a racist on uh, on Fox News, so it doesn't really count for anything. <laughs> but my whole thing is like there's like one too many storylines and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And also, I don't understand why at the end, why was it Elizabeth Debicki's character? Have a special connection with Vanilla Davis and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I, th- I I don't know what the connection is. Why it, why that's the scene that end the end the movie on? You know what I mean? It seemed it seemed to me it's like an ensemble, obviously, and Vanilla is kind of the lead in it. But I don't know. I didn't get quite get that part of it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I I was curious myself right? as well. It was it was like it's like I, I know in the beginning Viola Davis saw her as like this slacker loser kind of right. kind of kind of woman, right? And then eventually as the movie goes along. They re- they 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 learn to trust each other. I mean, right. it it was hilarious how how she she auctioned she won yes. an auction a for a scene. van, yeah. and she doesn't even know how to drive. Yeah, you know, and we all they had to save her. So it was like a, they were kind of already building their their chemistry together, like this mm-hmm. this oil and water kind of situation. Yeah. And then at the end, for some reason, they end the scene with her like befriending her. Right. Yeah, I don't know why that's the that's the button that they end the movie on. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know why. It could be because it's loneliness. Um, Debbie didn't have anybody really. Viola Davis doesn't really have anybody either. Well, Michelle Rodriguez has a family. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cynthia Erivo is just, you know, she has a family as well. They're the only the, ones that has a horrible mother that she can go to. And yeah, but I, I think they were, they're, they're, they're they, they connected from the fact that they, they really, they, they are lonely. Yeah. They, they don't have anybody else. Yeah, but the movie's not about loneliness. Well, that's the movie. So. That's why the movie doesn't dwell on that. Yeah, it's implied. There's a lot of yeah. stuff like the Robot Duvalte. Yes, it's implied. It shows a couple of scenes, but it it doesn't dwell on that. I, I don't dig it. I don't I don't buy it. I don't I just don't I don't understand. Maybe I'll I just saw it this afternoon. Maybe I'll figure it out later on. Maybe I'll read something where it, I think it, you're reading too it. much into it. I just don't I just but no, it, well the end of the scene is important. The end of the movie is important. You know, it, it wraps up everything. It, you know what I mean? It's a day mod and stuff like that. You know, it it should have it should it should uh it should be the accumulation of what these characters learn and went through okay, and well all then that. I'll go back to my original answer. Those those two out of all the four mm-hmm. characters are the lonely ones, and now they're finally trying to reconnect. Uh, let's see what else is that like. The other thing I thought was kind of weird. I thought they would kind of cl- have a closure for the uh, Br- Brian Tyrese's character and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, he has such an intense. Yeah, it has such an intense scene with Viola David. I thought that would come to a head at some point. You know, he does. He does, He did lose a brother. Yeah, you know, he did they lose never a even showed the part where she gives gives back the money. Yeah, it's implied that she did. But at the same yeah. time, maybe she did. Yeah, at the same time, he would go. I have you have two million dollars. My brother's dead. The other guy one went. The other guy's father got shot. It all happened in one night. Yeah, he's not a dumb guy. He would he be able to put two and two together. Unless he thinks that his brother and and uh, Harry were in it together. Which one's Harry? Uh, Liam Neeson. But he didn't know he Liam Neeson was alive. No, no, no. But the point is, is that the gun that, that killed Robert Duvall is with Liam Neeson's dead body. Okay, right. And then sudden, and then also. Uh, uh, Kaluuya's character has the getaway van mm-hmm. from from the robbery. Yeah. So right. so I mean the movie once again is all implication because they don't show it. It implied that maybe they framed those two characters on Robert Duvall's death. I understand the, the framing of Liam Neeson. I should have looked that. up the whole like book versus movie thing, yeah. but I did not. Yeah. So yeah. But I just don't think Ty- that character would go. You know what, my brother would have betrayed me to with a couple of old white guys and stuff like that. For, you know what I mean? I well, just then blame I, blame Steve McQueen. As yeah. a director, he had he had the chance to show a scene that's to resolve saying. the plot thing and he did not. But that's what I'm saying. That's literally what I'm just saying. Okay, yeah. fair enough. That, for me, it didn't bother me. Yeah, it bothered me. Uh, what else was there? I think that's about it. Yeah, those are kind of, those are kind of major uh, plot points that kind of bothered me and stuff like that. 
Well, I want to go back again with the whole yeah. Liam Neeson thing. The, the reveal that he was still alive. Uh, I thought it was pretty ingenious where where she showed up at Amanda's house, Gary Coon's house. Good stuff. And she's like, oh, it's not a good time to be here right now. Yeah. Kind of thing. And then the dog's there. The dog yeah, no, notices the scent. And well, not only that, but it's established earlier on. The dog knows his scent. Right. Because when they went to their hideout, he went straight to his seat, yeah. his jacket. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the dog knows. Good and then stuff. he goes right there. The old Davis, no, there's no words. You can just see in her face. She knows what's yeah. happening behind yeah. the door. When you're a world class, when a world class actress like Viola Davis, you don't need to give her dialogue. Yeah. You know, you don't need her to open that door to to put two and two this together. Is a, yeah, this is a yeah. show don't tell situation. Yeah. Yeah. I knew there was something going on. I didn't obviously. I'm not. I'm not bright enough to figure out Liam Neeson was still alive. I knew there was something going on where all the women got together to do a heist, but the one the they left one person out. You know what I mean? Uh, at some point, I was like, you know what? They're, to come back to that one lady with the baby, right? But there were more than four people, yeah. wasn't it? I could have sworn it was Liam Neeson, uh, Punisher, um, who else? The Hispanic guy. The Hispanic guy. And then... Yeah, but Kerry K- 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 Coons, it's four. That's four. It was just four? I thought it was a fifth guy. Just four. Okay, okay. Just four. Like I said, it, it's a little bit of my spider senses was tingling, like I said, when they left her out. And my spider senses really went off when but when she opens the door for Viola Davis and she she tells her, hey, you didn't call, right? You didn't call ahead, right? We didn't have anything set up. So she was nervous about something. So yeah. I, but you're right. The reveal is fantastic. First with the flask, then the dog, and it's good stuff. It's really great. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Um, Bash. I feel sorry for the driver. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah. I feel sorry for the driver. <laughs> it's good stuff. Well, yeah. Another, at least they didn't show him dying, I guess. But, yeah. yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, where you, it's, it's one of those examples of this, uh, sh- uh, uh, show don't tell or something. What's the, what's the expression? I said show don't tell. Yeah. yeah something like that where there, he's just uh, watching the, fo- the football game or basketball game and he turns up the volume where the guy's getting murderized and stuff like that. It's good stuff. Yeah. It is. It is. And, and, and also the whole thing with the notebook. Um, it, they, I, uh, sorry, they I did. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I don't mean to. I don't. I don't mean to interrupt. But I think it's doing some sort of flip because I. I think there's been movies or books or TV shows where uh, that 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 helper character would be like a usually played by a black character. You know, what I mean, helping the white character. Oh, sure, sure, like, like sure. A, like a kind of, he's not he's not dumb or anything, but he's like kind of a, a little bit of a simple kind of a person, stuff like that. He's always there to help and stuff like that. And then he's and the, it's a minority character that usually plays that. And then he, you know he that character gets gets killed and stuff like that. You mean you like the shining? Huh? Like the shining? Like the shining. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. I mean, interrupt. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I lost my brain. Yeah, Casper. sorry. That's my fault. But 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 um. Hmm, what was I going to say? I forgot. Okay. Viola Davis, Elizabeth Becky, the director. Uh... Oh, the journal. Oh, yeah. I thought the journal was going to be more important, but it really was kind of just like a red, not a red herring, um, uh, Maltese Falcon. Uh, oh, uh, it's like, oh. MacGuffin. Uh, MacGuffin, yeah. It was a MacGuffin to a point, and then it was kind of ignored. Yeah. Right? But I, I guess it served its purpose. They, they needed that journal. You mm-hmm. assume the journal was enough to, to, tell, to teach Viola Davis what to do. Mm-hmm. It was just that kind of assumption that they're, okay, all right, the journal's enough kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, you know, and I liked and I liked the fact that uh, Leonisa, uh, when they did meet up again, she was like, he was like, hey, girl, you're supposed to sell it. You know what I mean? Just, I, you know, I, I like I like that. He, he had he did he did did love her in some in some way. He did yeah, she, care did, about she, her. she she did try though. Yeah, she did try to sell the book. I mean, but nobody yeah. nobody actually took it. Right, right, and then and then the 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 bowling guy made a good point. Like they'll just take it from you. They're not gonna sell it to you. They're just gonna take it from you. Yeah. Right. So because of because she's not part of that world, they're just gonna take advantage of her anyway. So yeah. I think, she, honestly, if I was in her case, that's probably the well, way to go. You always want to be a world class world class thief. That's true. <laughs> you always want to be a heist. Pink you want to be Pink part Panner of a heist. was an inspiration. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a good movie though. I, I enjoy this a lot. So, yeah, it's a great movie. So this is definitely gonna probably be in my top ten. Of the All year. right, take it easy. Yeah. yeah no, seriously, take I, I it really, easy. I was engaged take from, it easy. from beginning to end. I was completely engaged with yeah, right, this movie. It was right. amazing. It's an right. amazing movie. Yeah. I, I I now I need to like that 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 Jillian Flynn lady who yes. writes these stories. Uh let's adapt more of her stuff. Yeah. She's a good writer. She's good. Gone Girl is great too. I don't, I, I, I don't I think, think she wrote the book though. I don't think she wrote the she book. She didn't I, wrote Gone Girl? No, no, I don't think she wrote the book that this movie was based on. I think she just adapted this. She adapted the book. Really? Yeah, I think she's a co-writer with uh, Steve McQueen, I believe. I don't think this is huh. a book. I think this was a book. A well, book? Wait, what do you mean? Ask Google. Is Widow's movie based on a book? According to Bustle, Widow's is not based on true events, but it's not an entirely new story either. 
The film has got some heavy hitters behind it, as it's directed by 12 years a slave helmer Steve McQueen, who co-wrote the script with Gone Girl author Gillian Flynn. No. So it's not even based on a good book? Was I guess not. Oh, my. We have to re-record this whole podcast. Now, now I look like, I sound like an idiot. I could have sworn it was, it was adapted by a book. I thought it was adapted from a book as well. Yeah, because I, th- I thought I saw it in the credits here. I'll Wikipedia it. Oh, oh, <laughs> you, you you know you know that 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 one of my jokes in the beginning that I was going to uh, talk TV about show, yeah. it was on a TV show that I mentioned in, in my joke in the beginning. You it was based on that. Son of a bitch! How awesome is that? But was but was that TV show adapted from a book? What do you think of that? <laughs> How about that? How about them apples? Yeah, imagine that. My joke in the beginning was actually a real spoiler for the for the thing. <laughs> what was it? And that and that TV show Widows. I guess that was the. I guess that was a big giveaway. All right, it's so, also called Beatles. That, that, so that. everything I said about it, the usual problems uh, a book faces when it gets adapted to a movie, replace the the book with TV show. You know how we try to adapt a, a miniseries, <laughs> a TV show into uh, a movie, and there's too many storylines. It's hard to choose uh, choose to pick pick which one you want to adapt. But yeah, okay, good times. Yeah. All right. Well, at least Gillian Flynn, who's a known novel or writer, or whatever, authorship, whatever, yeah. knows how to co-write a screenplay. Yeah. Which I'm gonna get to that in a different movie and subject after credits. All right. For the for the, uh, for the most part, uh, we both like Widows a lot. Um, I think I like it more than John Mayer, apparently. Yes. But um, but yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, John Mayer, where can people find you online? You can find me on the Twitter J I A M I N G E R. Are you? Yeah. You you get what I'm saying. You can't even spell your own name, right? J I A M I N G L I O U. <laughs> and this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert Five X Five on my I said on movie blog on the Stuff and Junk Show podcast and any uh, the weekly comic strip and anything whowhatworswhy.com. If you want to show your support, head over to whowhatworswhy.com slash support to find out how. If you want to send us email, send them to whowhatworswhy at gmail.com. If you want to leave a quick comment, well, you can leave it at our Instagram page, our Facebook page, or on the website itself. Uh, and music has been provided by the UI Access. Find out about the All the links and information can be found at whowhatworswhy.com. Now, all those things about I'm saying how it implies to another movie. Um, uh, I watched Fantastic Beasts, The Crime of Grindelwald. And where to find them? Oh, where wait. to find them. <laughs> this is not the word to find them one. No, no. This, this is, is The Crimes of Grindelwald. Okay. Um, I thought the movie was just okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting a lot of flack from that from people online because apparently I didn't love it as much as they did. Hey, guys, opinions, right? Judging from the box office, I thought everybody thought it was just, eh, it's just okay. It's fine. Right now, a lot of people seem to like it, actually. The, really? cri- the majority of critics do not like the movie for the reasons I don't like the movie as much as the diehard fans. I think my, my thing is that um, uh, J.K. Rowling clearly wants to write a novel. Okay, there, this movie, it to me, it felt like a condensed version of one of her bigger books. Mm-hmm. Like, they tried to cram all these plot details from a book into this two-hour movie, and she, they just can't do it. You, you think she wrote a book? Turn it into a screenplay. And like, wait, wait, what? No, I, I think her mindset on writing the screenplay is her mindset of writing a book. Mm-hmm. Like she did a better job in Fantastic Beasts because it was written like a movie. It plays off like a movie, and the fans complain, "Oh, it's it doesn't feel like a Harry Potter thing because it isn't as intricate, it isn't as detailed, mm-hmm. it isn't as plot heavy mm-hmm. as the Harry Potter books are." The difference is that Harry Potter books are books. You can be plot heavy as all you want because they have chapters and they have like this giant like all these a span of pages that you can tell a story that you can't really do in a movie, which is like pr- primarily a 120-page script is like a lot already, mm-hmm. right? But this movie has so much plot, so much plot, it it felt like either there were chapters they're missing or it was like a six-episode series condensed to a two-hour movie. That's what it felt like. And I thought the movie felt rushed and convoluted because there were just so many things you wanted to say. Like, say it for a book, J.K. Rowling. That's not what you do. That's not how you write a movie. A movie, you write... He, they should just hire uh, a, a national screenwriter, like, I don't know, Julian Flynn, who apparently knows the difference between a book and a movie, mm-hmm. and have them wow. write the movie. And you can just give them the plot details, and they'll mm-hmm. figure it out. Yeah. They'll figure it out. They'll figure out what's important and what's not important, and what they should left out, leave out, and what they should add in. So just too much. It was just too much. It was too much. A lot of people critics say, yeah, it's convoluted, it's a mess, or oh, it was mm-hmm. confusing. I don't think it was confusing. I thought, I thought it moved wrong pretty well mm-hmm. in terms of, like, plot here, plot here. But the movie felt like a giant exposition movie, a giant setup movie. Oh, interesting. Which is a lot of people, which is what a lot of people complain about with, with oh, it's just a setup movie. Well, this is a setup movie. Yeah. Why, why aren't you complaining about it? This is a setup movie for the next three movies. I haven't seen it, obviously. Yes. How 
how far ahead did they skip from the last movie? What, what year are we at? It's like six months later. Six months. Oh, really? Six months. Yeah. And does Grindelwald actually have a confrontation with Dumbledore in this one? I, I didn't really want to go into spoilers. Oh, you don't want to go into spoilers? Yeah. Right. Um, oh, speaking of Dumbledore, uh, um, what's his face? Uh, Jude, Law. Jude Law. Really good as Dumbledore. Yeah. I liked him as Dumbledore. Um, slight spoiler. Not in the movie as much as I want. Oh, really? Not in the movie as much as he I want. He was it? in the movie... And, the, the bait and, and switch, and he was no, no, it's not bait and switch. I know, I know the trailer shows him, mm-hmm. and no, the trailer doesn't show every scene he's in. There's actually other scenes that he's in that aren't in the trailer, okay. But he's not in it as much. There's also reason why that is, mm-hmm. right? And you don't see a scene with him. Side spoiler: You don't really see a scene with him and Grindelwald together, except for certain, except <laughs> for some of those like yeah. flashback stuff or whatever, where, where you see them making out. All right, yeah. here but we go. The, the, the problem with this movie is that it introduced characters that are clearly important because the movie makes a point they're important. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the that's the movie uh, build the characters. No, not really. Oh, okay. So why the hell should I care who they are? Yeah. Okay, that's one one screenwriting one on one that that. Jake Rowling kind of forgot. Yeah, but what will you say once you see the the next movie and stuff like that? You know what I mean? Is this is what? it all? Does it feel like all set up? Does it feel like a, a two hour movie version of a post credit scene in a, in a Marvel movie? Is, is that what the movie feels like? It's just setting almost. up. Things? It's almost yeah. like it's almost like literally like hey, we're just setting it up for episode episode three for episode three for the third movie and the fourth movie and the fifth movie. Yeah, this is all like people complain Iron Man two is a setup movie. No, no. This is yeah. a setup movie. This is the definition of what a setup movie is, where things happen just because they have to happen mm-hmm. and not because it naturally happens that way. <coughs> there, there, there are some disappointing decisions by some characters, and I think it wouldn't be as disappointing if they built on it. Mm-hmm. But no, it just happened, and we're like, okay, I guess we're just supposed to happen. So, my, yeah. My whole thing is, I haven't seen it, obviously. I, yeah. I don't think I'm, actually, I'm going to watch it. My biggest thing would be, I think it's time to, to switch directors. I think that this director has been around since... The Goblet of Fire. I don't think they've introduced. It used to be like every movie or every couple of movies they'll switch directors and stuff like that. You know, every, every director add their own flavor and whatever. And they haven't switched it since Goblet of Fire. I think it's time to. You you mean you want somebody who's not a yes man to Jackie Rowling? Something like that. And also, David Yetz is a talented dude. I've seen a lot of these Harry Potter movies, and you like Tarzan from a couple years ago, right? I thought it was serviceable. Yeah, serviceable. Yeah, that's the key word. I think he's serviceable director. No, but like here's that. the thing, though: the visuals is the best thing about the movie. Yeah. The visuals and the way some scenes play out. Is the best thing about the movie. Mm. There were there were there were some there were some uh some uh set pieces that I thought were like oh that that, that looked pretty good. Mm. It, it was a storytelling that was the problem. J.K. Rowling was the oh, problem. Well, actually, I can't. It's you know so what? weird. I I shouldn't have too much input because I actually haven't seen. Yeah, this one. the movie. Yeah. But I've seen all the previous one, and like I said, he's sort of he's like I said, he's a good storyteller and all that stuff. He you know what I mean. But I think it's time for a change. You have to shake it up at some point. You know, I think he's he's become uh, complacent. I think. You, you know what? I, what I think would have fixed this movie. Three hours long. This is uh-huh. one of those movies where I think more minutes is actually important for this movie because uh-huh. clearly J.K. Rowling needs more scenes to explain why I should care about this character All right, fair or these characters because there's multiple characters that are introduced in this movie. Don't care about them. It's, it's actually Johnny Depp a lot in this movie a lot. Is Grindelwald actually in this movie a lot? He's in the movie. I, think, I thought he was fine. Oh. I mean, he wasn't like incredibly great but he wasn't like a lot of people were were easily already hating on Johnny Depp mm-hmm. before this movie started and honestly he was fine he was fine as Grindelwald I have no problems with him as Grindelwald at this point I thought he was fine and 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 I, I even kind of like the whole idea that that they're trying to make Grindelwald's point of view somewhat sympathetic sure like you can you can understand his point of view yeah you know but but he's a character that's kind of built up and already has some backgrounds from the Harry Potter books Unlike some other characters in this movie, which makes decisions that doesn't make that they're like really, really, like like if you spend more time with that character, maybe I would understand why they chose that way. But you know what, you did not. So there we go, there we go. Yeah, that, that was all. Like I said, I thought the movie was just okay. So thumbs the, up from you is what you're saying. Cool. <laughs> thumbs side, so thumbs sideways. It's a solid C for me. Oh a solid God, that's not, C. That's for not me. recommendation at all. You know, no, but it, I could have said it was a D plus, but no, it's a solid C for me for the visuals. For the characters that you that are familiar, Jude Law is really good in it, um, even though he's not in it as much as you hope to. Um, but yeah, it, it it has some things that are worth watching. And of course, if you're a, a big fan of the Harry Potter series, you're gonna want to watch this movie because there are very important plot details that occur in the movie that are good. The plot details, the details itself, or what they are, is great, you right? Know, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big. Which is what uh, J.K. Rowling's really good at. She's really good at plot details, but apparently she's not really good at screenwriting. So <laughs> that's my thing. That's just my whole bag about the movie. 
get us get get us get a screen hire a screenwriter. You know what? Hire she, a screenwriter. You know what she should do is this is going to be. I don't think this has ever happened before. Where uh uh, which well, it has happened where they actually take the, this series of movies and she should just go back and write a series of books based on these movies and stuff. Yeah, like but that. but she she, she, to- she put herself in a trap because she said I'm not writing any more Harry Potter related novels anymore. Oh, she really should. And now she really, uh, clearly she really should because she, clearly she has an itch. She has an itch where she wants this to write a novel. Yeah, knowing that this is her uh, uh, bed and uh, bed, uh, what's her bread her? and butter, bread and butter, and stuff like that. She really should just write Harry type, Harry Potter type book. And like, I am a Potterhead. I'm one of those people that yeah. actually actually read all the novels. I've seen all the previous movies up to this one, and I have no interest in seeing this movie. I have zero interest. In but but there are some plot details that are like, whoa, really? That's what you're gonna go for? All right. I mean, unless I mean, if yeah, the- I, I have no interest. I, I like I said, the last one I saw it's just. Okay, it just it's just okay. It's fine, but there was thing there were things. I like the people one more. Well, that's a low bar though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a low bar. But yeah, like a, remember there's like a twenty minute sequence where they're trying to get a, a creature on on a, on a frozen lake. And I was like, oh, well, where, where am I going with this thing? How long is this thing going to go out? I remember this thing. I was like, what's going on here? What's it, that's happening? Establishing how Newt's commander is able to catch a creature. Yeah, but that came that's came that's came at like the, the halfway part of the movie and stuff like that. They need I, to show like, that though. That's why in this whole movie 20 minutes That's why in this movie they don't spend a lot of time doing that. Oh my god. Because it's already established in the previous movie. Oh my god. Nonsense. This is nonsense. That that first one was just uh, no. This is nonsense. Anyway, it was fine. It was fine. No. No, no. 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 No, no, no! I'm saying there's a terrible movie. No, I'm sorry. All right, yeah. Go ahead. But yeah, but 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 uh, like like I was saying, like like I was alluding to in in uh, Widows, where how you say it's based on a book and apparently it's not. This one is also not based on a book. Um, sure feels like it, but it sure feels like yeah. it. It sure felt like it was it was it was based on a book, except it's missing important chapters. Like like this is the kind of movie where people go, ah, oh, the book is better. Oh, why did they leave that out? Oh, they left that important part clearly because because the movie doesn't explain it. That's what it felt like, and it's not based on a book. So clearly, there's a flaw. There's a All flaw right. in the screenwriting, unless there are a bunch of deleted scenes. Oh wow! That, that would have filled the gaps of what well, I was this movie. Yeah, it's like a little over two hours, maybe two hours and eight minutes or something like that. Because I mean, Warner Brothers has been known to like, hey, cut your movies too long, right? Yeah. They've been known to do that. So yeah. maybe maybe this is one of those times where they did that. So hopefully it's a director's cut somewhere that kind of fills in the gaps. Come on, man. Fleshes, fleshes things. You sound- I want to see character growth. Right? There was no character growth in this movie, which is a darn shame. Because certain certain characters definitely needed that. You sound like you were tortured by this movie and you want to go back. You know, want, I was just want to see more of it? I was disappointed. And, I, and ironically, I probably would buy it anyway in the video. Because, you know, I got I to I I complete my collection. Oh my God, <laughs> you're a, you a madman. All right. This has been another episode of Sporters Please. Uh, seven more episodes to go, I think. We just part of the Who What Works Whatever. <laughs>